Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today. We're your hosts, Amy and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2005, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of Beautiful People. Beautiful People premiered on August 8th, 2005 and ran for two seasons. It follows an academically gifted teen, her model beautiful older sister, and their newly single mother as they leave a small town in New Mexico in search of a new life in New York City. Classic leaving a small town and going to a big city. Yeah, and the academically gifted, the prep school, it's very, very typical. Uh, Yeah, all, all things we've seen before in past ones. So have you had you you heard of this show, Amy? No, I've I've never heard of the show before. We like looked it up. <laughs> it like I hadn't either, and I just feel like it really was trying to be Gossip Girl, and Gossip Girl obviously hadn't premiered yet, yeah, Gossip so Girl wasn't it didn't know it was trying to be Gossip Girl. But I think it was, but they just did it less successfully. Oh, uh, it. Yeah, it kind of gave me Gossip Girl meets Beverly Hills 90210 mm. meets Gilmore Girls yeah, with a single also, mom. Yeah, I also read that people said it was trying to be Gilmore Girls in the city, Oh, which I could see, except, I mean, we'll get into it, but I feel like the older sister is irrelevant. Like, I feel like her character is unnecessary, but sorry. Yeah, she didn't have a big role in this first episode. Yeah, sorry to Tori DeVito, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, the mom, Lynn Kerr, um, was played by Daphne Zuniga, and she was on Melrose Place, which was oh. a, a spinoff of Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. Yeah, and she was, I think she was one of the main characters on it, so she was like the big draw to this show. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Well, I guess that leads us into the character breakdown then. We have Lynn Kerr, like you said, played by Daphne Zuniga. She's the mom. Um, Single mom, two daughters, takes them to New York City um, because Sophie, the youngest, gets into this prep school, um, which I had questions about because I guess it's a very famous school. Like, everyone in New Mexico knows about it. I don't know. I'm very confused about how you find out about that, but... Yeah, I guess she just applied for a scholarship and got in. I, I guess so. Um, Want like a a fresh start after yeah. her husband leaves her. Right. Sophie uh, is played by Sarah Tureen, and she's the younger sister. She's in 10th grade, so she's like, what, 15, 16-ish. Um, and she's very smart, academically gifted, got a scholarship which they say only one they only give one scholarship to like only one kid in each grade gets a scholarship which seems unfortunate they just like really don't want poor people to go to the school i don't know why would they be like oh we only have enough money to give one student a scholarship or yeah and it's like only one per class so it's like oh there's two people that are 10th graders that are good enough to get in and they're like no we only got pick one but yeah it's very singling someone out you know it's like oh you were the only 
person that couldn't afford to get in. So, yeah, it's uh, not good. Um, then we have Karen, the older sister, played by Tori DeVito, who is also not a stranger to the teen drama because she was in, I should have had a list up, she was in One Tree Hill. The Vampire and Diaries. Pretty Little Liars, I think. Of course, she so. was. She used to be married to Paul Wesley, who's right. famous for being Stefan in The Vampire Diaries. Yes. Yeah. So she's been she's been in a lot of them, and she kind of always plays. Actually, I didn't watch Vampire Diaries. So I don't know, but she's. I think she's the older sister in Pretty Little Liars, and then. I think she plays like a nanny. Like she's not a teenager in um, One Tree Hill. She's like, I guess she's not a teenager in this either. So she's like always plays a little bit older than the high schoolers. Yeah. But then we have Nicholas Fisk played by Jackson Rathbone. Um, and he is uh, one of the beautiful people, which is the name of their clique. Yeah. And of course he's, He's probably better known as Jasper Hale from the Twilight Saga. I saw that everywhere when I was looking at research. It was like, Jackson from from Twilight. And I was like, this guy looks familiar to me, but I haven't seen Twilight. So it's definitely not that. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I, and was, then, I was watching it and I was like, that guy looks so familiar. Who is he? And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's Jasper. He just doesn't have the golden eyes and the very pale skin. Yeah, and but. then I was like, well, what do I know him from? Because I haven't seen Twilight. And then I looked it up, and now I forget what it was. But he was in... Oh, <laughs> he was in the MTV show Finding Carter, which I watched, which is what I recognized him from. So, oh. I, you know, staying on brand, the teen drama, obviously. And he paid, I think he played, like, a bartender in that or something. Um, um, then we have Gideon Lustig, played by Ricky Mabe, who's not a beautiful person. Self-described... We're not putting that label on him. And he befriends Sophie when she goes to the school. He's also rich, obviously, because Sophie's the only scholarship kid that we know of. His dad is a famous artist, which is how they have money. Um, Oh, and I guess we should say Nicholas or Nick. His dad owns like a publishing firm or something, right? Mm -hmm. We have Annabelle Banks. Played by Kathleen Monroe. She's also uh, Gideon's friend. Also rich. I read that she's apparently in love with Gideon, which did not get vibes from this episode, but apparently that's the storyline. Okay. I I was thinking maybe there was something when I was watching. And she's yeah. like, she's like the cool girl doesn't want to be popular, too cool for school kind of girl right she kind of gives what was that char- what was that character in popular the girl that like didn't oh, want to be yeah, popular by carly pope what's her name yeah. sam yeah sam yeah she gives me like vibes like she's like alts and she doesn't want to be popular but you can kind of she's like a little bit jealous of the popularity but you know she says she doesn't want to be popular um we have paisley bishop played by jordan madley she's Another beautiful person, Nick's ex slash not ex girlfriend. It's unclear. Like on again, off a girl. Yeah, off again, girlfriend. Yeah, and she she's just like a mean girl. She's not. Yeah, she's, she's not a classic. Nice, you know. Classic mean girl. Yeah. 
And then Julian Fisk, Nick's dad, played by James McCaffrey. And he, like I said, owns the publishing company. And uh, he knew, he went to college with Sophie's mom, Lynn. So, coincidence. Some connections. Actually, yeah, this part kind of reminds me of Gossip Girl. Right, I was thinking that too. Except for, like in this one, Lynn's the poor one. But... In Gossip Girl, Rufus yeah. is the poor one and Lily is the rich one. Yeah, it's gender swapped in this one. Um, but now that I'm thinking of it, maybe because Nick goes to this fancy uh, prep school, uh, Brighton, maybe like uh, Julian knew and pulled some strings because he wants Lynn there. Oh. Because it's still, I mean, maybe it's a coincidence, but... It still, like, is weird, like, us, like, growing up in California, like, we d- didn't know of, like, random prep school somewhere else that we could just apply to and go. Unless it was, yeah. like, a performing arts school or something, maybe, where it's, like, a specific type of school, but... Yeah, and I, I wonder where they went to school at. You know, the the parents? Like, where did they meet? Did they meet in a school in New York and then Lynn mm. moved away to New Mexico? I feel like that's what's implied. But, I mean, I don't think they stayed. I, like, kind of imagined they went to school in New York and then she, like, moved away. Or went back home or something. But I don't know if they explicitly say that. Okay, should we get into the plot? Let's do it. All right. Lynn Kerr and her two daughters, Karen and Sophie, move to New York City after Sophie gets a scholarship to the elite prep school, Brighton. On her first day of school, Sophie meets Gideon and learns that the popular clique is called the Beautiful People, or BPs. I thought this, it was interesting that Beautiful People was the name of the clique. Like, that's what, why it's called that. Yeah, I was like, do do real schools, like, name their cliques? That feels weird to me. Yeah, not official names. I feel like you might be like, oh, there are, like, the smart kids or something or, right. or the band kids or something like that but yeah I wouldn't give someone like a name like oh beautiful people yeah like yeah I don't know like imagine just like being at school and they're like oh you're a BP and he he goes like Sophie walks into school and Gideon comes up to her and she's like taking photos because she like wants to be a photographer or whatever She's, like, taking photos, and she, like, sees, like, Nick and, like, takes a photo of him because he's, like, so beautiful or whatever. And Gideon's, like, oh, a BP. And she's, like, what are you talking about? And he's, like, he's a BP. We're not BPs. I was, like, why are you going to label her not beautiful right now? You just met this girl. That's so rude. That was weird. I guess they have to have some distinguishment between, like, the popular kids and the not popular kids because everyone is rich. So they have to use, like, their looks. I, I guess so. Yeah, it's the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, but everyone I mean, is the haves. It... <laughs> yeah, the haves and the have-nots, like, by by looks, I guess. Like, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. the looks, you don't have the looks. Uh, but, like, in Gossip Girl, like, Blair, obviously Blair's, like, the most popular girl in school. But she just has, asserts her dominance without a name. Like, she's just Blair. Right. Like, they don't call them anything, but. Yeah, she's just popular because she like makes herself popular <laughs> and makes herself yeah. the queen bee right yeah. 
They just needed a, a catchy name, I guess. Yeah, and a name for the show. <laughs> in class, Sophie introduces herself and shares that she just moved from New Mexico and it's her first time in New York. She then starts rambling about her many phobias, including a fear of public speaking. Nick's friend tells him he should sleep around since his girlfriend Paisley did over the summer and tells him to go after Sophie. In the bathroom, Sophie hears Paisley throwing up and she meets Annabelle, who offers her a Valium. After Paisley notices Nick looking at Sophie, Paisley invites Sophie to lunch. Yeah, this is very teen drama tropey. <laughs> you know, like, oh, the new girl in school. Like, everyone's looking at her. Everyone wants to know what, what she's about. Like, the popular guy's interested. Yeah, we already see both Gideon and Nick are interested in her. Yeah, it's very... Which, I mean, I think we've talked about before. There's a little bit of truth to that because I think the new kid, especially if you don't get many new kids, it's always very interesting. Like, ooh, what are they about? Oh, like, you know, you're interested because you've known all of the people there probably, like, many, many years. But, yeah, I don't... (laughs) For just, like, the guys just be basically throwing themselves at her immediately is a bit much. Yeah. And then they set up, like, the... The mean girl versus the new girl kind of trope. Right. And we have to, we establish that she's very smart by her naming all of her phobias. And there's like very long words. And I think, cause they, I feel like when you have a character that's smart, you always, like they all, the writers always choose a very specific way to establish that. And this was like an interesting choice. I thought I was like more, more creative than just, uh, having them i don't know like to read or something yeah like they like to read (laughs) and we learned that paisley is bulimic possibly yeah uh it's like alluded to basically they they just gloss over it and they're like oh it's a routine thing like of course she's throwing up like that's what she does and then yeah, and Annabelle just casually offers her a Valium. She's like, like, oh, you're nervous? Here, take this Valium. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, I won't charge you this time. Just kidding, I never charge. I just take it from my mom's medicine cabinet or whatever. Which is, I think these are just, like, very, like, rich kid tropes. You know, like, their parents are so rich. They don't really pay attention. They won't know if, like, my, their kid swipes some, like, pills from them and... You know, it's the pressures of being beautiful and being skinny are so high that it's expected for a teenage girl to be bulimic. And it's, I mean, I imagine they address that at some point throughout the season, I would hope. At lunch, Paisley calls Sophie Sophia because it sounds more sophisticated. They play credit card roulette to pay for the expensive lunch and Paisley's card gets picked. Sophie gets invited to Nick's party. After school, Sophie asks Karen to borrow a dress for the party and learns that Karen handed in her her modeling profile, hoping to get a new modeling job. It is a pet peeve of mine when people refuse to call someone by their chosen name. Like, don't, don't give them a nickname. Don't call them something else. That's, I mean, obviously she's doing it to be rude. She's doing it to kind of like be condescending and like put her down for having a less sophisticated name I guess yeah but (laughs) yeah Paisley so you know what's wrong with Sophie (laughs) 
Paisley's a pattern, not a name. First of all, Brad Paisley. Right? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. I've never heard is. anyone named Paisley, but yeah, she They're shouldn't sure. be like calling someone out on their name. Yeah, Paisley is a very rich kid name. Like it sounds very like snooty. Yeah, like a, I feel like a celebrity would call their kid Paisley. Um, but yeah, credit card roulette. Paisley intends for Sophie to pay because she's poor. And she wants to make fun of her for not being able to afford the lunch. But it was $20 salads. So it was going to be $80. That is a lot of money for salads. Yeah. And like Paisley invited Sophie to lunch. So Paisley should pay, you know? You don't make the person you invited like pay for your lunch. And this very much reminded me of like, yeah, Gossip Girl or any of... Mean Girls, like, there's the head girl and her two kind of lackeys who right. just follow her everywhere. That is, yeah, that is in a, a, pretty much every teen drama with, like, that has, like, a popular, like, group. Because that also is in uh, Gilmore Girls. They have Paris and, I forget, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I forget their names. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, the, yeah, the main girl. And then, like... I think Blair goes through her, like, two people. Like, she, like, doesn't... At one point, she has, like, tryouts just for people to be her new, like, hoodlums. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so, yeah, checks out, checks out. Yeah. yeah. And Karen is trying to do get modeling jobs, and she did, like, catalog modeling in New Mexico, which I've watched America's Next Top Model. That is, I'm, I don't think New York modeling is anything like New Mexico modeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad because she's like so excited. She's like, oh, I dropped off all my portfolios. And <laughs> like, she thinks she's definitely going to get cast. But there's yeah. probably a lot, of, a lot more competition in New York. Yeah, and a lot more uh, offensive comments, I imagine, we'll get True. to. Um, and then what is this party? Is this like a back to school party? I think so. I think so. It's like, welcome, welcome home or something. I don't know. But the parents go. I totally missed that. So I was like, why is why is Sophie bringing her mom? Yeah. Yeah. It's like put on by Nick's family, I guess. And they just invite, maybe maybe they just invite the whole class to the, mm-hmm. to the party with their parents. I don't right. know. Okay. Sophie and her mom go to the party and Lynn sees Julian Fisk, a guy she dated in college. Lynn talks to Julian and meets his wife. From Gideon, Sophie learns that all of the students have grown up together and he used to date Paisley. Sophie goes to the roof and Nick joins her. Sophie is amazed by the tall buildings and Nick jokes that all of the famous buildings are owned by Brighton parents. Paisley interrupts them and Sophie goes to find her mom. Paisley says he is still her boyfriend even though they took the summer off. Lynn tells Julian she and her husband are currently separated and getting a divorce and Julian gives her his card. Yeah, so it's like the the two parents <laughs> have a connection and then the kids <laughs> are going to have yeah. a connection. Very, very Gossip Girl. Yeah. And also Riverdale now. They also have that storyline. Oh, really? Oh. Oh. That is... I guess it's technically okay. But, <laughs> you know, it's still I mean, a little yeah. bit weird. Definitely weird. Well, they actually address it in... Gossip Girl, like, uh, Serena's like, mom, you cannot date my boyfriend's dad. That's disgusting. Like, they they say that. 
Yeah. Um, it's not really addressed in Riverdale, but I think it's less of a plot then. Um, but I imagine that exact storyline happens here. Mm-hmm. See, it's, it was, I guess it was pre Gossip Girl, Gossip Girl. Ooh. But Gossip Girl is based on a book. So, like, true. that I that, feel was written before too. this, probably. That's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> Someone read Gossip Girl and was like, hmm, how can I make this without copyright infringement? Right. Yeah, the, yeah, it is so similar. Yeah, and then we learned Gideon and Paisley used to date, which I kind of missed because it was a kind of a throwaway, like, line. But I feel like that's also kind of a trope where, like, the popular girl will, like, be... It was kind of what we had in um Popular as well, where he was, like, best friends with the popular girl, and then he like she, like, dropped him because she became popular. Yeah. I guess, like, they're like, oh, they dated until his bat mitzvah or something? Or so her... 13, right? Yeah. And then she was like, oh, he he drank some alcohol and then threw up. And stuff and then she dumped him or something what the heck yeah so i guess from that point on he was you know an outcast and he wasn't cool anymore because he Cause, can't hold his he liquor <laughs> yeah. when he was 13 oh my gosh <laughs> and then on the roof sophie's literally like looking at the like new york skyline is like wow so beautiful look at those buildings which like he's never been to new york so i guess i mean i don't yeah. really remember how amazed I was when I went to New York. Well, you've been to New York, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. been to a big city before. It's not as surprising. but I guess so. I guess they, they are pretty high up, though. They're like That's true. in a penthouse or something. So it must be pretty amazing to see. But I just thought it was funny, like, the way she's just, like, literally pointing at all the buildings, like, oh, my gosh. And then he's like, oh, so-and-so's dad owns that one, and so-and-so's dad owns that one. I was like, okay. Joking or if he was being serious? I think he was serious at the beginning, and then it turned into a joke. Oh. Well, I think the first one was serious, and then I'm not sure, because then she goes Empire State Building, and then he's like, oh, that guy's dad owns that one. And I was like, is that serious? I don't know. Maybe. Empire State Building. I don't know. And then know. she was like, who owns the moon? And yeah. Obviously, yeah. that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> he he makes some comments about people he can see from his, like, in their windows. Yeah, like his neighbors. Yeah. And I was like, is he being serious now or is he also joking? Like, does no, he think, know the people in the windows? I don't think so. I think he was making it up. Like, you know the game you play where you're like, oh, what is that lady? Like, you're people watching and you're you're like... What is she about? And it's like, oh, she just is running late for a meeting and she dropped her coffee and like you like make up stories about them. I think that's what he was doing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It was very, um, what's that Taylor Swift music video? <laughs> Where she has oh, you belong with me. Oh, you belong with me. I was yeah. like, that. that's going to be his next storyline. <laughs> just like write signs to the people across the way. Yeah. Hello. But yeah, like she's all into it. Um, Sophie and then when Paisley comes he he like tells her what he's been doing and Paisley's like oh that's dumb right so we can see like oh Paisley's not the one for you I guess yeah he like I feel like like Sophie is kind of like a child everything's like brand new to her so it's like a blank slate 
and he can be like the people that he goes to school with have known him forever so they have like this expectation of who he should be and meeting sophie who's like this brand new person he can like be who he wants to be or who he truly is without any expectations and that's his did you did you not read it that way i just didn't really think about it i guess okay okay that's that's kind of how i i mean it kind of there's like more that we learn later but like he's being his true self then paisley's like that's dumb and he's like okay oh (laughs) And she is very like Regina George, Aaron Samuels, because she's very like possessive of him and very controlling. She's like, you're my boyfriend. Like, let's do this, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like as soon as he as she sees that Nick is kind of into Sophie, she's like, oh, no, you're my boyfriend. You know, but during the summer, they were just like, you know, hanging out with whoever. Yeah, it's like a status thing, probably. And we learned that Lynn and Sophie's dad are getting divorced and you can tell I think Julian says like you're the one that got away or like oh that's the one that got away about Lynn yeah so but we also meet his wife so we know he's currently married yeah so it yeah it's kind of clear that they had a relationship and there's still some feelings there because you know they're very happy to see each other but then as soon as his wife shows up, she's like, oh, like, you're married. Nothing can happen. Right. But Julian doesn't seem to be deterred by that fact. <laughs> Real. Yikes. He's like, I may be married, but you're the one that got away and I will act on it. So, yikes. Of course. For his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he gives her his card. So, call me. Yeah. Aaron gets a hot dog from a street vendor and meets Evan, an investment baker at at Goldman Sachs, as she eats. They flirt, and when he leaves, he asks if he'll see her tomorrow. Sophie visits her mom at the boutique she works at and looks for new clothes. Paisley and her friends walk in and make fun of her mom for working there. Oh, random. Like, Karen's just eating a hot dog. (laughs) I was literally thinking that, too. I was like, what? What is the point of this? And then he's, like, just in casual clothes, so I thought he was, like, also a model or, like, something. And then he's, like, oh, I'm an investment banker. You know? I think he's I lying. Like, oh. oh, really? I don't know. I'm, I'm just yeah, throwing I it could, out there. I couldn't tell. I think he's – because I, I also thought that – I was, like, that's a weird thing. Like, the, like, he was dressed weird for being an investment banker, and then, like, when he's leaving, he's, like – the stocks aren't going to sell themselves or whatever. He says something weird where I was like, what an investment maker say that? That's really weird. Um, but maybe that's just the writing. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But I feel like he's lying, like trying to impress her. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause he's like, oh, I'm just coming back from the gym. That's why I'm dressed like this. Oh, that is. Cause no, I thought that was suspicious. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like he thought she was pretty. And then does she say she's a model? Yeah, I think she said she's a model. And then once she says that, he's like, oh, I'm an investment banker. Mm. So I was like, hmm, are you, though? Evan, yeah. if that's your real Evan. name. <laughs> Suspicious. And then they have kind of, um, yes, yeah, Sophie's mom is working at the clothing store. And Paisley, like, comes in to, like, make fun of her. And be like, like, oh, like, the help here sucks. And then 
Paisley's mom's like, I mean, Sophie's mom's like, oh, I work here. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like blatantly, you guys are poor and you need to know you're poor and you're not as good as us because you're poor. Like, it's like very aggressive and I don't like it. But I didn't realize that her mom worked there. I thought they were just shopping and I was like, that's weird. And then she, and then she's like, I work oh. here. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but basically she says later, we learn later, but she's like, oh yeah, getting to New York, I couldn't really get anything besides like a entry level position. It was like really hard to get anything more, which we don't, I don't know what she did in New Mexico. Did she say? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we know what she does. Yeah. But I imagine they just probably had to move for like the school year. So she might not have had enough time to like get a job. And it also can be hard to get a job when you're not living in the place. So mm-hmm. I imagine she probably just had to get what she could get for the time being. And then she's obviously applying for, like, positions she's, like, more qualified for. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, at this point, like, Paisley has literally no redeeming qualities. Like, yeah. she's so mean. But I I did like the scene because Paisley tries to, like, talk down to the mom. And then the mom, like, tells her off. Right. Like, about fashion <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, because Paisley's like, oh, I want the sweater you're wearing. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm wearing it. And then she's like, says something about, oh, your pink jacket is very, like, JCPenney's of, like, last fall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, she's like, I want the sweater you're wearing. Like, not another one. Like, take off the sweater you're wearing and give it to me. I was like, you can't do that. Like, you can't do that in general. Like, Yeah, like, what are <laughs> like, you what? even talking about? It, it was very, like... Um, have you tried Sears? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, very last year, JCPenney. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, mean girls. Department store is, like, the worst insult to, mm-hmm. to, to a teenage girl. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, when I was 16, I probably was wearing JCPenney, so it sounds about oh, right. true, true. And rest in peace, Sears. Fashion is so funny. Or... I mean, it's very 2000s fashion because, like, Paisley and her two friends, they're all wearing those, like, pastel blazers, like, very fitted, like, cropped blazers. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Those were the days. And it's very, like, prep school. Like, it doesn't seem like they have a uniform, right, in the school? I can't remember. I don't think they remember. (laughs) I don't think they were uniform. So, like, wearing a blazer is very, like, I'm a rich prep like school student yeah even sophie wears a blazer or like a blazer like jacket so i get yeah i guess the costume designer must have been like oh (laughs) everyone has to wear a jacket the next day at school paisley hands sophie an envelope full of cash to make fun of her because she is a scholarship student sophie goes to cry in the dark room when gideon walks in she tells him it's hard being a scholarship student and she feels like she doesn't have a home gideon wants to be friends yeah this part was so random (laughs) <laughs> she's so like all the mean, mean girls are like waiting outside of school to give sophie like a bunch of cash they're like oh we pulled this together for you <laughs> she she reminds me of um mandy moore in the princess diaries like she's that mean girl oh uh, lana yeah yeah i don't know just like she's so mean like i don't maybe just because of like it's like the like classism like elitism part of it because she's not just like being mean to be mean she's being mean and making fun of something that sophie cannot control you know 
Yeah, it's just like bullying to bully. Like, um, yeah, like the Princess Diaries, like they make fun of her hair. And then as soon as she straightens it, they like make fun of her hair again. Right. You know? It's like there's no winning. But yeah, I, for- I forgot already that Sophie's a photographer. It's her thing. Um, and so she's like in the dark room, like developing photos. And Gideon walks and he's like, oh, I ruin everything. I'm going to ruin your photos. I was like, what? I'm like, yeah, because like it's yeah, you can't have light come in. Right. right? So he just like walks in and he's like, oops, I'm yeah, sorry about your photos. I'm like normally dude, there's you like a light, a light on the outside that yeah. you would click or something that like shows like, oh, somebody's in here like doing photos, like wait until the light goes off or something. Right. But I, it's just like. He's, like, very self-deprecating. He's, like, oh, I guess since he threw up at the bar mitzvah or whatever, like, he's, like, I can't do anything right. I'm using blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, I don't know. He annoys me. Yeah. That part was kind of annoying. She was just, like, it's fine. And then he just, like, walks in. (laughs) Like, okay. Yeah. And then she's sad obviously because paisley's like so mean to her and then she's like i don't have a home like new mexico's not my home but you know new york's not my home and i don't know what to do and then gideon's like well i want to be friends with you no okay i don't know because he says like later or or maybe he says in this scene he's like well the girls that talk to me have doubled now and i'm like ew like i don't want to be friends with you because of that what uh like like, what did he mean? Because, because like, he's talking to the new girl, like, girls now are interested? No, like, he had one friend before, Annabelle, and now that Sophie's also friends with him, his oh. girlfriends have doubled, like, quite literally. Oh, I see, I see. And he's oh, like, because yeah. I think she's like, why would okay. you want to be friends with me? And then he's like, well, the girls that talk to me now have doubled, and I'm like, ew. Yeah, no. That's, like, not a good reason to want to be... That, that's so gross. I yeah. don't like him. He wants he's to very, be friends he, with her just because she's a girl. She like, He gives me incel vibes. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Gideon. No, no. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of... um. Was it Brian in My So-Called Life? Like, the neighbor that's, like, creepily in a tree all the time mm. and, like, stalking uh, Claire Danes. Like, he kind of yeah. reminds me of, like, that character where it's, like, obvious he's, like, wants to get with Sophie, but, like, Sophie's into the popular guy. And he's like, Ugh, I can never get any girls because the popular guy. And it's like, no, it's because you're insufferable. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, like, it's a little bit soon for him to have, like, a big crush on her. Like, he doesn't really know her that well. So it's, like, just because of, like, her looks, he likes her, oh, you know? Oh, 100%. And, and then he talks, like, and she talks to him. Like, she's a pretty girl that talks to him. So he's like, this is the one. It's like, yeah. mm, you're not okay. entitled to her. No, no. No, no. Erin goes to a modeling agency to show her portfolio. But the casting agent criticizes her looks and tells her she needs to lose 10 pounds if she really wants it. At school, Sophie nearly gets hit with a football. Nick apologizes and invites her and her friends to go to Club 7. Annabelle says they would never go, but when Sophie says it sounds fun, Gideon agrees to go. Yeah, so Karen tries to go get a modeling job. She literally waits at the modeling agency like all day to get her portfolio seen. And then the, like, casting agent is, like, criticizes her looks. And then it's, like, you got to lose 10 pounds. You got to, like, 
not shop at TJ Maxx. And I was like, that's rude. I shop at TJ Maxx, but that's fine. Um, and it's like, I don't know if that's like a realistic portrayal of like New York modeling agencies. Um, but def- I mean, definitely in the 2000s probably was similar. Yeah. Yeah. I took it really as a, a sign of the times. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it still happens oh, these days, but yeah, the 90s to 2000s, like we're horrible to women. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember reading like the tabloids and they'd be like, oh, this celebrity gained 10 pounds or like, look at right. this celebrity in a bathing suit. They look so bad. You know, models have like come forward like from that time and been like, yeah, it was terrible. Like everyone had an eating disorder and like it was encouraged to not eat and encouraged to do all these things um, to like lose weight and stuff. And it's like, yikes. So I imagine yeah. this is going to lead to a not so healthy storyline for uh, Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we already saw it with um, Paisley, and it's just going to continue, I think. Yeah. Mm. And I, I hope that they, because obviously that is, like, an important discussion to have um, amongst, like, women and teenage girls, or, I mean, anyone in general that struggles with, like, body image or body smorphia or whatever. Um, but I, do, I, hope, I hope they do a good job. I don't know how much faith I have in this show to deal with those topics well, um, but... I mean, I don't think I'm going to stick around to see it, but hopefully they did it well back in 2005. I mean, I guess that's one thing good about today's age and social media is that, you know, a lot of different body types can be seen as beautiful and we have a lot of more diversity in the modeling industry. And once again, we have teens going to a club. So is this a club ice situation? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because they, they do, I mean, I guess we'll get into it, but um, Nick invites them to a club, um, and Annabelle and Gideon are like, ew, no, we would never go to that club. Like, gross. That's for the BPs only. And then Sophie's like, I want to go, and Gideon's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we can see Annabelle's a little bit, like, annoyed that he he said yeah. yes so quickly. She's like, oh. Right. At Club 7, Nick's friend says he should seal the deal with Sophie tonight. Nick says she's not that type, but his friend says that's the challenge. Sophie wants to thank Nick for inviting them, but Gideon says he's a lying, elitist, manipulative poser. Nick comes to talk to Sophie, but Gideon interrupts and tells Nick to leave. They get into a fight, and Annabelle blames Sophie. Yeah, so we have a bit of a she's all that situation where, like, the friend dares the popular guy to go for the not cool girl. Or might but, I say, uh, he's all that situation in oh, 2021. I'm oh. <laughs> we don't really know the deal with Nick and Gideon. Like, why do they, why does Gideon hate Nick? Right. I don't know. He's like already like so possessive of Sophie when he literally just met her. And all Sophie knows is that Nick has been very nice to her. So she has no reason to be mean to him. No reason to dislike him. But Gideon is feels very strongly i mean hypothetically paisley dumped gideon to date that's Nick, true which could be a mm-hmm. reason um but also like nick is very beautiful beautiful person <laughs> so like yeah he's a bp as as gideon says annabelle says something about like oh gideon doesn't drink but he's trying to impress you like to sophie 
And she's like, why Why would he like want to impress me? And also, why would drinking impress yeah. me? That's so weird. Because mm. he can't hold his liquor. We know this. Yeah, and Annabelle's like, you don't know why. <laughs> you know, she's being very judgy. And then, yeah. like, she blames Sophie for for Gideon and Nick getting into a fight. I'm like, Sophie didn't do anything. She just stood there. It's, like, it's so toxic. I I really hope that they don't make Annabelle and Sophie, like, fight over Gideon. You know, because I'm like, I'm like, that's so lame. God. Like, she needs some friends. You know, like, girl, girl friends. Um... You know, like, yeah, she can't have all the girls like trying to fight her for like men. I'm like, that's yeah, that's lame. Ugh, yeah, I don't like it. It's like Annabelle already sees Sophie as a threat and she did nothing. But like, it doesn't seem like Annabelle's actually expressed her feelings to Gideon. So you kind of have to do that for him to understand. And it's like. <sighs> Gideon's just like so insufferable, insufferable to me. Like he calls nick like a lying elitist manipulative poser yeah but like i mean we haven't seen evidence of that but gideon is also elitist but like in the opposite way like he thinks he's better than nick because he's not beautiful right i get you know what i'm saying like he also is elitist um he also has has shows like manipulative tendencies because he's like trying to control Sophie and telling her and he's telling her what like who to talk to and yeah. whatever without like actual because if he went to Sophie and was like hey Nick is really bad because x y and z you know maybe Sophie would stay away from him because you know those would be bad things but he has no he's given Sophie no reason to dislike Nick yeah yeah like we haven't really seen either of them do anything like that great so (laughs) like yeah like Gideon can't just be like oh he's lying and stuff he's a lying elitist manipulative poser because we we haven't seen anything like we need some receipts Gideon come on Julian goes to see Lynn and offers to get her a better job than working at the boutique Lynn wants to do it on her own and says he shouldn't come in because he's married Sophie walks Gideon home and learns Gideon's dad is a famous artist. Sophie likes a painting of Gideon, and Gideon says he painted it. Julian is shady. Together. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah, she's like, get out of here. You're married. What the heck? Also, how did he know where she lived? He he stalked her? I don't know. Yeah, because he gave her his card, so she would know, like, his office. Also, she's been to his house, so she knows where he lives, but... Yeah... You know, men, terrible. Also, Sophie has to walk Gideon home because he's so drunk. Like, ugh. And then, like, he's like, "Oh, like maybe my dad will pay attention because I brought a girl home or something like that." I forget what he says. Right. Like, like he keeps making these references about her, about like, oh, like I'm actually talking to a girl. Like, oh my gosh, like wow, like a, like you're paying, like a girl's paying attention to me. Like, yeah, he keeps implying that like there's something something between them or like she's into him or like you know he likes her and wants to date her and stuff but she's like like just met him and and like she has no friends like he's her first friend so yeah 
and i thought it was funny because she's like oh my god these paintings wow amazing then she like walks right up to one like of literally gideon's face and is like wow this one's so good and he's like oh well it's of me and he, she's like oh my god it is he was like, like it's literally his how, face girl yeah like, how you can you not tell um it wasn't even like a childhood photo of him it was like a more like a recent image and he's like oh well i did that one and i was like you painted your yeah, own like a, face. a huge self-portrait i i just thought it was funny that she couldn't tell it was him i was like maybe not such a yeah. great artist then i don't know yeah and they're they're really playing up the like popular guy jock versus outcast creative emo guy <laughs> wait what does nick do does he do a sport did i miss that cross or something Oh, what's well, a rich kid sport? Of course he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Because it's like, you can't be like, like, if you're beautiful, you play sports. And if you're not beautiful, you, pay, you like, are artsy. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's, That's not the cool. trope. But we'll soon learn. Nick also has a soft Ooh. side. <laughs> Nick picks up Sophie for school the next day as an apology for what happened at the club. He brings her on a helicopter ride to show her the city, even though he's afraid of heights. Sophie tells Nick that her mom and his dad knew each other in college. Nick says his dad only cares about his job and only married his mom for the money. Sophie shares that her dad left her mom for her sister's best friend. Nick wants to be a writer, but he tells her not to tell anyone. Yeah, he like casually takes her on a helicopter ride. He's like, I'm afraid of heights, but I wanted you to see the city. It's so beautiful up here. Which, like, is actually, like, a very, like, sweet mm-hmm. gesture, you know? Because he could tell she, like, loved the, like, buildings that I, like, the couple days before or whatever. So he wanted to show her the city. Um, very rich kid mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. And and it's, like, before but, school yeah. also. So I'm like, how early is it? <laughs> like, She's leaving her apartment to... I guess she probably left really early because she had to take the bus. Oh. So she maybe she was like left like extra early to like so there's time for all the bus stops and things. Um and then he's like, Oh, don't worry, you won't be late. How long oh, also like when you're in a helicopter, you have to wear those like big ass like headphones and you yeah. can't hear anything because of the friggin' propeller. I haven't been on a helicopter before, but I have watched many a bachelor date on helicopters that's how i that's where i get Mm -hmm. my knowledge um but it's just them in a helicopter like chatting away no big deal yeah it was it was so green screened um but yeah he i guess i don't know the helicopter i didn't take that long the the helipad was not too far away i don't know how realistic this timeline was but they got into school on time i guess yeah and nick kind of confirms our suspicions that his dad doesn't care about his mom He's just, like, ready to cheat on her. <laughs> Sad. But, like, does he not have money? Like, why did he need to marry her for the money? I guess maybe she has family money? Oh, maybe? Like, he wasn't rich. So, like, when he first dated um, Sophie's mom, maybe they, he wasn't, like, rich. And then he, like, married oh. this rich lady and then started his company or something. Mm, I feel like that checks out. Yeah. Damn. And he only cares about his job, also checks out, you know, rich parents, you know, they, in, in teen TV shows at least, they care about their jobs, they raise their kids with by nannies, you know, Ew. who knows what's going on. But then we also learn that Sophie's dad left her mom for her sister's best friend. Excuse um, me? That's messed up. Like, 
Yeah, like, what? I mean, at least her sister is, like, not in high school. At least. But. Yeah, but she's probably, what, 23? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the oldest. <laughs> like, 23. Yeah. Like, so she, he's probably, he's, he's pulling a Leo DiCaprio? I don't know. What's an old man that dates a young, or, like, a Dennis yeah. Quaid? Like. Classic. Old yeah, man yes. dates young girl. Gross. Yeah. Unfortunate. And then Nick reveals he wants to be a writer, but no one knows. And his dad expects him to take over the firm or the publishing, whatever. So he can't be a writer, which I'm kind of like, is it publishing or is it like journalism? Um, The company? I think it's a yeah. publishing company. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, could he not write and publish? True. Like, seems like you could publish <laughs> yeah, your own seems books, like he or... would have an easier time like getting his his books published. Yeah, but it's very turn very much turning out to be like I'm not throwing away my dream dad. I'm throwing away yours. Once he tells his dad, he but it's like realistically, when would you take over the company when you're like forty? Like your dad's not. Like giving That's it true. Yeah, his dad's not like old. We're like gonna retire soon. It seems like so. Right, but I guess he'd want him to like go to like business school instead yeah, of writing maybe school, be or like the probably. VP or something. Julian makes a call to help Lynn get a new job, even though she asked him not to. He asks to make the call untraceable so Lynn will not find out. Gideon brings a painting for Sophie, but is sad to see Sophie and Nick get out of the car together and walk into school. Julie Shady. I mean, I guess it's kind of nice that he wants her or or he's helping her get a job. But yeah, hopefully she she won't be like indebted to him or something. Yeah, and it's like but it's like he thinks he knows better than she does. She asked him to do something and he goes ahead and does it anyway because he's like, I know I can help her. Which is like I agree. Like his motivations are probably good like he just wants to help her get a job but i don't know listen to her when she tells yeah. you something and like in the previous scene he was like oh come work for me right and i was like no right. that's shady <laughs> like, yeah um, that is yeah yeah that's gonna lead to an yeah. affair for sure and um you know sad boy alert we have Gideon like walking to school yeah. and like the painting has a huge like for sophie on the back of it Oh, oh yeah, totally it's like written <laughs> on the totally back, and then that. he like, like from no. around the corner, he sees her and Nick, and he's just like sad. But it's also like Sophie said she liked your art. Great, cool. You painted something for her, or picked a painting you had and wanted to give it to her. You can still do that. True. Like, like this is not a token of like, oh, if I give her this painting, she's gonna date me. Like, if you want to give her a gift because she liked your art, you do that. And just and, and and also it's just because she was hanging out with Nick does not mean they were romantically involved. Like he's making so many assumptions in this yeah. one scene that I'm like, yeah, that is a red flag. It's like, oh, you only want to give her a gift if she'll go out with you or something. Like, no, right. And it's like you just met this girl. You're not entitled to anything. That's what bothered me so much. Is like he's acting like he's entitled to her time, entitled to her romance like entitled to her affection like i don't it's mm, incel vibes incel vibes 
I imagine they don't have an incel storyline on this show, but Probably if they not, did, it would be yeah. Gideon. And I mean, like, his best friend is, like, likes him, so. Apparently. I didn't really get, like, that from this episode, but apparently, like, she's been in love yeah, with him I, is what I read. I couldn't really tell that she was in love with him, but I could tell that she was jealous that, like, Sophie was getting his yeah. attention, so... Yeah, I thought it was more just like, oh, like we've been best friends and now you're ignoring me for this like new girl. But obviously, I'm sure it'll be more clear that she's romantically yeah. interested later. Um, I mean, we always need some love triangles. Yeah. So, and I already see so many getting set up just this one episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that's the that's the end. We just see uh, Sophie and Nick walk into school. They made it on time, apparently. Oh, so good for them. Yeah. So, what you think, Amy? Um. This was a very mediocre show, I think. You know, it had, like, all the standard yeah. tropes, and there wasn't anything, like, terrible about it. It was just, like, fine. I was just like, okay. But there wasn't anything, like, to get you hooked into the story, I think. Right, I think there were, yeah, there was nothing, like, new and interesting. Like, everything, and it's also a little bit hard because we're obviously watching this in 2021, when it came out in 2005 so like maybe there was something different about it in 2005 I don't know but I just like really see the Gossip Girl parallels and Gossip Girl just did it so much better like in the Gossip Girl pilot you have like Serena coming back from a mysterious boarding school and you have like Kristen Bell narrating and you know it's like it it has that like thing you need that Mm -hmm. hook like you said and this just didn't you know, it had the typical new kid in school, moved to a new city, the popular and the unpopular kids, the poor kids and the rich kids. And, like, it kind of had all the tropes that we've seen before without anything new. I feel like none of the characters really endeared you to them. You know, like, they weren't, like, very charming. So I don't, I didn't really care about anyone. Yeah. I do think what's his face, um, Jackson. Jackson, what's his name? Oh yeah, Nick. Guy plays Nick. Yeah, I do think he's cute. So I was kind of like, okay, like, yeah, he is cute. But besides, besides that, that's like the only thing that kind of like hooked me was like, oh, I, I think his character is charming. Um, I find Sophie kind of annoying. She's like straddling this like shy quirky girl and like also like witty smart girl and it's like i i don't get a clear read on her character i guess i'm kind of like i don't know yeah she hasn't had like a a good chance to show her personality i think she's just like i don't know she's just kind of blah (laughs) yeah i feel like i hated more of the characters than i liked them like i hated gideon i hated paisley I mean, we don't really know anything about Annabelle, so I don't care. Sophie, I don't really like. Uh, the sister, whatever. I'm actually, I feel like I'm actually most interested in the parent storyline. Like, I want to know what happens mm. with Julian and Lynn, because like Julian shady and like Lynn seems actually okay. Did but, like Lynn? Like, I liked her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked Lynn. And yeah, that yeah. scene in the store, the boutique was like yeah, really she good. Likes, she likes. Um julian but she also like stands up to him i'm like okay good for you yeah so shall we go to who's end game anyway so do we think well also there's two seasons right. 
which I was surprised by. I thought there would only be one. <laughs> um, sorry to this TV show. Um, Sophie and Nick. I think so. Do they end up together? I, yeah? I think so. I think they would prefer, like the story writers, I think they would prefer her to end up with Nick than Gideon. And Gideon and Annabelle probably end up yeah. together then. If they, yeah. Yeah, if they get that far. And I'm not sure. Yeah, with two seasons. I feel maybe like. Maybe not. But. Yeah. If if the show ended how. I imagine it was canceled, so they probably didn't get the ending they wanted. But if they got the ending they intended. The, the ending they intended for, I imagine, yeah. Nick, Sophie, Annabelle, and. Gideon. Uh, Gideon. Um, Karen and Hot Dog Boy, possibly. <laughs> Evan, Evan. Evan. Ethan. Yeah. Evan? Evan. Um, and then... Parents? The parents. Yeah, I feel like Lynn and Julian could yeah. end up together. I mean, did uh, Rufus... Yeah, they got married, didn't they? Lillian? They did? Yeah. And and friggin' Dan and Serena got married as well, Ooh. so... So I guess it could work out. Hmm. Um, and then maybe Paisley dates... Uh... uh the friend that we didn't know the she name of. She gets that random guy. <laughs> yeah, good for her. Yeah, I feel like they, they like definitely like paired people. Like the like obviously there'll be love triangles between Paisley, uh, Nick and Sophie, and then Sophie, Gideon, and Annabelle. So that's already set up. So they really set up the love interest like off the bat, which is very typical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Any any final thoughts? Well, I think, yeah, this was a very formulaic teen drama. You know, it's just, it's like your standard teen drama. <laughs> yeah. It had all the tropes. All the tropes. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you like our podcast, give us five stars and rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Not Another Teen Drama. And next week, we'll be watching Kyle XY.